Okay, good evening. So, I'll tell you actually, last, I went to this Aguda convention, I got, got Tainas on me, all these were bottom, and I had to meet for this rabbi meeting. So I, was, I went to this Aguda convention, which was excellent. Thought maybe one day I'll speak about some of the things I heard there, and people I saw. But tonight, to start, I want to talk about my plane ride. So, of course, I, I, I have more plane stories. So, on the way there, let me just tell you what happened. I get my plane, I sit down. There's a guy in the, in the window. I, remember, I, was, I had 20, aisle 26C. 26C. Always try to get aisle seats. That's my rule. Aisles are the best. I can get my sperm. I can get out if I need to get out. I'd rather the, I be the sadic and let them out than I have to think, can I please get out? So I always take an aisle seat. If I go with my family, I take about three rows so I can pick whatever I want. <laughs> but if, I, if I ever fly by, so I'll get the aisle seat. Fine. I sit down, as a guy, open, middle seat's open. Planes about. I'm like all excited to get an open seat, schmuck, a little comfortable. Planes starting to close. A lady comes in, an Indian lady. She sits down there. She, apparently, she just got tickets. Her and her mother. Her mother's ten rows ahead. And they, she had extra space. So then the mother said she, she got a seat for the daughter next to her. She, the woman tells her mother, "No, no, I need to speak to the rabbi." <laughs> And said, no, no, I have a seat. No, I'm. You know, she's not talking. They're like talking across the plane. Mom, I want to speak to the rabbi. <laughs> she, rabbi, she'd asked me, was I a rabbi? When she sat down, she said, you know, she was actually this lady's from San Jose. She lives in, in, um, in the Alameda. She's an Indian lady. She's in public relations. She wants to speak to the rabbi. She actually grew up in Kew Gardens, Queens, where where uh, I went to Shiva in Sharhatara's in Kew Gardens, Queens. So fine, she sits down. Her mother, her mother, her mother was so happy. So this is this is what happened. She has some existential life questions, and I start speaking to her. And then the guy next to her pops up. This guy is chief engineer at a uh, ask.com. I don't know if you're ask.com. Uh, chief engineer at ask.com. Fine, and he's like very into psychology. He starts off saying, "I'm also Jewish," but he's an atheist. So this poor Indian lady, who come, who's asked to speak existential matters, on the left she has a guy who's been doing therapy for about 20 years and is an expert in every kind of therapy you can imagine, and psychology, and the religious rabbi next to her. And this guy starts, I would say something and he would pop up his statement. Like her, questions, her initial question was, is... Um, uh, the, the, does God decide what happens? Like, if something happens, if you make a decision, who decides? And what are the consequences of the actions? Okay. She was there for about an hour, then she left. Then I made mincemeat out of the guy next to her. And what was amazing is I said to this guy, his name was Hal, said to him, you know, Hal, the crazy thing is we disagree on a lot of things. He grew up reform in Long Island, New York. I said, Hal, you know, you know we disagree on a lot of things, but the, the crazy thing is, is that you know, 200 years ago, our ancestors thought alike, and you and I have such divergent opinions at so many things. I didn't even get to politics. I was positive. He's a guy lives in Oakland. I'm positive what he would think about that. Um, but I said to him, like, and I started talking a little Jewish history, which he knew nothing. I actually sent him on the flight, my Jewish history series. And I was like, left. He's like, Rabbi, I'm missing in touch with you. So who knows what will happen? But I was thinking to myself, like, 200 years ago, it's true, we would have probably been very alike. And a lot of what we're doing here is assuming a world of Jewish identity where everybody was essentially orthodox. That's what the world was. And today, it's like so much harder to have yichas 
right? This this topic is so much more difficult. On the flight back, again, I can probably darsh on my whole conversation with Mrs. Indian and Hal. Her name, Mrs. Indian's name was Samantha, if you care. Uh, and Hal, uh, but that's not tonight's lecture. But my point is, you know, the world that we live in today, you know, this guy has not only... He's not anti because he knows nothing about Judaism, but his viewpoints are all anti. I mean, literally everything about it is anti. He, I don't think he probably dated one Jewish girl in his life. You know, he's going to. You know, at the end of the day, he has no Judaism about him, um, and the differences are stark. And therefore, when you're talking about Biryadis, over time, he knows nothing about his ancestors. Now, imagine Russian Jews, who who literally had no choice, and they're going to start coming through the system. How their identity is going to be starting to keep because. On the, on the flight back, I sit down. This time I had roll 11C. 11C. Sit down. Next to me was David from Nestiona, my left. And I'm on the aisle. And right across from me is Amir from, from Herzliya. I, of course, both of these guys I'm speaking to, and I'm thinking to myself also, like, these guys know nothing. Like, zero is all, trust me, I'm sitting next to them on the flight. Actually, with David, I had a whole conversation. Their children... Could easily live in Israel, go to public school, which their kids did. They'll tell me their kids in the blah, 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 you know, their whole stories already. They, met, they date a girl in Jewish public school. Her name is Allah, and Allah came from Minsk. And they would have the foggiest idea if Allah is Jewish, because she says she's Jewish, and they would date the girl. Her, their children could easily date these people. Right? And what would happen if Allah from Minsk, her great grandfather was Jewish, and if her great grandfather was Jewish, could she come to Israel? Yeah, and that's it. I mean, that's all her Judaism is, right? She, they can easily get intermarried. I remember. My point is, they can get married in Israel. what? They can get married. They'll go to Cyprus, so they'll go this this Sunday. Temple Emmanuel, of course, the left wing press is having a whole thing. Is and in spite of that, it has three Israelis coming from Israel to get married in Temple Emmanuel in in New York City, right? Everything. If you, they fall in love, and the rabbi says the rabbi becomes evil, and they'll go somewhere else to marry. But what is my point today? Why am I starting with my plain stories? Is we're, we're, we're still holding the world. If you remember two weeks ago, we talked about a world where if somebody came and they said, I'm Jewish, you believe them. You know why? Remember what Tyson said? Because the Rav who come to say they're Jewish are Jewish. That was a world where most people who were Jewish were halakhically observant. Right? They kept Torah. They knew it. They, we're talking about people who went to do things. And today... This is such a problem. Unfortunately, it's going to get much worse in the next 25 years. You know, it's going to get... The, the tensions that are around this topic are not going to get better. <laughs> the, 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 with an intermarriage rate over 70... Over 70% in the United States of non-Orthodox Jews. Okay? If you put non-Orthodox Jews only, it's about 70%. Think about the Bay Area. What's the chance of marrying a Jew if you're not Orthodox? Carve the nun. Okay? So this matziv, unfortunately, Rahman al is only getting any worse, but it reminds me of how important it is. Right? You know, and, and because of the political situation right now, God forbid, you know, America... America, it's, it's lost. If you're not Orthodox, it's you know, the, the modern Orthodox leader of YU... Not not ultra modern. Nor, Dr. Norma Lamb said 15 years ago, it's time to say Kaddish and Reform and Conservative. Right? That's what he said 15 years ago. He said it's time to say Kaddish and Reform and Conservative. Rahman al our brothers and sisters are 
there's a no point return for them. You can't even speak about intermarriage in a conservative temple or reform temple anymore. It's taboo because they'd be far the rabbi. So again, my my point is only I just want we're we're learning this again tonight. We're not talking about modern day America yet. It's important to realize that we're not talking about Russian Jews coming into Israel yet. Right? We will get there. But we spoke about last week, two weeks ago. We we said, what did we say? The Gemara says, a guy says he's Jewish. Is he believed? Mm-hmm. He's believed. Why? Because says the beginning of Tom that almost everyone who says to come to Jewish are Jewish. Right? That was all. That, you know, uh, the Rambam had a shita that um, that uh, that 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 for marriages. Uh, maybe you should be Mila Biyuchsen. But in general, we're certainly, uh, we're, 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 it's certainly, uh, it's certainly, believe for a second, I want to just get my notes straight over here. There's a lot of stuff. Okay. Hold on, I'm missing one, I'm missing one thing. Hold that thought. Generally believes. Alex, if you want to Yeah. Yeah. Once in once in a few years, I do. Okay, so we ended up with 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 the what the, 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 the Rambam said in the chu, in the chuva is that. And one of the things he's worried about is only in Chutzlarts. Because in Chutzlarts, the Geras courts were unknown. The, the conversion courts, so you really had to prove your Judaism. Now, but, but just to re- remind ourselves, that as a general rule, if somebody says they're Jewish, as long as you don't know they're Gentile, that's fine. If a guy, if your neighbor, Chris, or Chrissy, Mary, or Maria, say, yes, they have whites, and they, they, were, they went to church, and they say, oh, I'm Jewish, they're not believed. Right? They're not believed. But if a person comes and there's no reason to distinguish him, then he's has a choice. By the way, again, without getting into the race of Judaism, somebody who is by, doesn't seem to fit, fit not doesn't look Jewish, uh, they're, they're Chinese or Hispanic, African, that you don't have that role, right? The reason why these people believe they're Jewish, now, if the Chinese person always, as far as you knew him, came to the show and was Jewish, then he was was Jewish. But if somebody comes from nowhere and is Chinese, they're they're not in the rove over there. Inherently, they're not in the rove. We'll see that. We'll see that actually will play out soon. All right. Just but just to reiterate clearly from the Gemara and Yevamas and the Gemara and Psachim, Taisfus Rambam, somebody who says they're Jewish, we believe them because people come saying they're Jewish are believed. If they're saying they converted, that's much more of a problem. We need to prove that they converted. Okay. Any questions so far? Quick review. Okay. There is an opinion. That um, the tour brings down. The tour brings down that contradicts this sugya. It seems to say we said that if someone says they're Jewish, they're believed. The tour brings an opinion. It seems to say not this way. It's in the beginning of Ibn Ezra, seven base, um, and it says as follows: "The staman People coming from any country are v'chazaka, they're kosher. Which means, kosher means they're Jew. You can give them, you can give them a liyah, you can clear them a minion, you can marry them off. V'ish o'isha shabana nasa, the guy who comes to Shalom Aleichem, 
I'm from, this is, let's go 300 years ago. I'm from Casablanca, Morocco. I'm from Budapest, Hungary. I'm from Riga, Latvia. I'm from Berlin. My name is Shmuel. My name is Baruch. My name is Miriam. My name is Sarah. You might them off. You know, that's it. They just come to show. They knock the rabbi's door. Say hello. I need a rabbi to marry me off. I have a nice katan. Nice chasen. Chab chasen. You know, Yiddish, those days. You don't, you don't have to even do it with Someone's coming to the door. The pre- presumption is you're Jewish. That's what Torah brings down. Then he says, of a Rashi, Pirish Ishaba, Rashi sounds that by a marriage, Ishaba Lisa Isha, if a guy comes and knocks on your door, Shalom Oichem, my name is Baruch, I come from Budapest, you know, I, I came all the way to Vilna, Rabbi, I would like to marry uh, Sprinza from Vilna. Sprinza. So the rabbi says, Rashi, Tzarek Lavadok, we can't just marry the guy off. Tzarek Lavadok, I was just saying, I gotta marry Rashi. Rashi, a thousand years ago, you have to check the guy. The Chenkas of Harama. So says the Rama, Ramer Abulafia. The Rama was one of the Gedolim of Spain in the 12th century. The Rama was by the one, by the way, he's actually on Sanhedrin. For those who just want Sanhedrin, his. his it's a, one of the important Rishonim. But the Ramah was actually one of the people who attacked the Rambam. Okay? He was... There was people in the Rambam's lifetime that Machlikis was in, in the Middle East. From Baghdad, they f- was the first uh, question to the Rambam. But about 50 years after the Rambam passed away, he was all over Spain and France. It was a major Machlikis of the French sages and the Spanish sages in Provence, not for now. But the Ramah was one of those who sharply criticized the Rambam. The Ramah uh, actually against Rab Arm Melunil, Rab Arm Ben Ben Meshulam Melunil, and Arm took him on. They went to Shushmi Sens. The Ramban, all of them got involved in this thing. The Ramah, the Rambam. So the Ramah was a god of the great Rishonim. He says it appears hot to Amakom Shpachas. The Ramah says the Torah quotes the Ramah. These who we say that mishpachas or becheskes kshiras that they're believed, hainuman de isle cheskes kashras. That's if you know they're salavechik. Shalomah, remember salavechik. If Avram Yosef comes, you heard of Avram Yosef? Is it kosher? You believe him? You, you would marry his daughter? You, what, you can get a second wife. Tell your wife you're you're, you're, you're sorry. I was checking into her, right? Mishpachas mm-hmm. kashi. You know what they are, right? It's um, you, you don't even know the person. You just know their last name is Salvechik, The last name is is Yosef. The last name is Kanyevsky. Last name is Kamenetsky. Whatever you don't. Last name is Cook. You don't. You don't need to check into them, right? You know they're kosher. You know what, what, what's the problem? Harman diyseches kashi. It's a of a mandalaysle. Guy comes to Kalocha Ainim Mishpachta Yadua. You have no idea who this family is. Right? The, the, the last name is Podolico. Uh, Podolico. But they, they say they're Spanish Jews. Podolico. Who knows who they are? You know who they are? You ever marry the lady or marry Puerto Rico, Tamar? How about Puerto Rico? <laughs> right. So Kagon Shein Mishbach do you do it? Sarah Raya says that I'm not you better you better have a Raya Liuchsen that they're kosher to marry in. Vain Aid Echad says that I'm we actually saw this last week when we talked about the Yushal two weeks ago when we talked about the Yushalmi and the Machan Ephraim, for those who remember we should review. Eid Echad is not good, you need two Aidim. Remember we talked about when the guy came from the, two people came from the Gaisha town Completely Gaish and one when he was Jewish, one night, you need to aid him. You need to, and aid him. Valpidol, his hero, Kshiris, and Naslab Sulem. 
הנימל פסולי כהונה, אבל פסולי קל, אם בעלי ליסה ישראל, סוף שף קינן, you cannot let him get married until he brings a raya, because maybe he's an evid. Maybe I, he knows Judaism, he knows stuff. You know why he knows stuff? He's an evid. He lives in a Jewish house. So he knows about Matzah and Marur and Pesach and Chanukah and this. He knows all the laws. That's how he knows it, but not that he's Jewish. You know, he, he looks around it, right? The Linira, the Lish, the Komashpachas, the Tor, Rabbi Yaakov and Asher then says, We say Komashpachas, the Cheskas Ksheris, Inomashmikadvarov, the Ironman, the Islechazaka. Right? We say that the Jewish people are Bechas Kashras. Now, again, I just pointed out today, this is in those days. I'm not so confident we can do this today. Right? In a world of intermarriage and patrilineal descent and all kinds of phony conversions, and you know, you have organizations looking to convert people in mass, in mass, push it in mass. Uh, you know, this week I had a conversion child, which I spoke to Rabbi Union about today. This week I had a conversion child of someone from the Bay Area, a conversion which was highly problematic from the early 1980s. Highly, the family wasn't sure of after the conversion. What, does that sound like a good conversion? No. From an Orthodox base, then in LA, old Orthodox, not doesn't exist anymore. From an Orthodox base in LA, the mother converted, no observance, not Shabbos, not kosher. Does that sound like a good conversion? Well, they have the paper from the, you know, that's why they actually they have the paper. I mean, it's all like crazy stuff. Who says it supplies? The tour says we'll see this. The tour says. Oh, today, by the way, I'm not joking. I spoke to you today, just today. Uh, the tour set. The tour set. Huh? Well, it's not relevant about the case, but uh, I'm just telling you this is. Uh, the tour says that all Jews are chaskas kashas. There are masses. No way. Even then, Ramallah over 800 years ago he lived mid 12th century. Um, yeah, the Ramallah says no. Even then, you can't just marry anybody off. Maybe they're never. You know. <laughs> You grew up in a Jewish home. I, again, I, I, I last year I was speaking to a person. I went to took my kids to this Hanukkah event. I was at the Science Museum over here, and there was the JCC was there. So I was speaking to a lady who knew all about Hanukkah. She wasn't halakhically Jewish. She knows all about it. You know, Hanukkah people know about. Is that a right? She's Jewish. I guess she's gonna tell me, "Oh, can you marry me off, Rabbi? I'll marry her off." I'm not gonna Jewish, right? The Ramah says then, the, the, then, at those times, those days and times, said the, the Torah, no way. A Jew is a Jew. Everyone comes, you're coming in Chassid's Kashi. The person doesn't make a difference where he comes from. A Yid is a Yid. Okay. But the point is that the Ramah says this. On that, the Bach, who's the Bach? Yehuda. I don't know if that raised, I don't think it should go until he knows who the Bach is. Shiran, your boy, your, your boys don't know who the Bach is. Who's the Bach? The name? Not the name. Who's the Bach? I feel better. I, I did that on purpose, by the way. You should know the Bach. The Bayes Chadash. Right? The Rav in Krakow, the father in law of the Taz. Right? I see the Mitbach now. What? So the Bach says, the Bach says, I'm actually going to read them, the Tama. The Bach, the Bach said, the, the Bach s- says that this is, n- we do not believe, we, it's actually the Bach in Hilchas Geras, in Reish Samachet. The Bach says, we don't go like this Torah. We say that, if, like, like the Ramah. 
the Ramah, he quotes this Torah, quotes the Ramah, because the Ramah is not the normative opinion. The, the normative opinion is if somebody says they're a Jew, you believed. Only here, where it's um, where it's a convert, do you, do you question the Yichus. you got to check to make sure there's actually a real conversion. But a regular person who comes in to a shul, shalom aleichem, he says they're a Jew, they're a Jew, not a problem. Um, the Beishmuel, you learn Evan Ezer, the, there are two main pais given Evan Ezer. There's a Chalkis Mechaykek, and the Beishmuel. The Chalkis Mechaykek was, was a Rolf and Brisk hundreds of years ago. And the Beishmuel was a Talmud of Heshel like Krakow. The Beishmuel says, this is again in Simon Beis, Simon Beis in Evan Ezer, the title of Simon Beis is Shishtadel Kol Adam Likach Lo Ishogana. That everyone has to make sure to marry a woman who's proper, which means halakhically viable woman. Actually, Rabbi Arya Kaplan in his book Marriage Made in Heaven, his first, uh, he talks about love and then he talks about before it's too late. Because the whole book's about weddings, right? Before it's too late, make sure you can marry this person, right? Before it's too late. It's Simon Bays. He quotes all these halakhas Simon Bays. So, in Simon Bays, it talks about well, who you can marry. And on this, the Beishmuel, who lived about 350 years ago, Says you can marry someone becheskas kashrus. To marry somebody who was an established becheskas uh, kashrus. Zok the beish. You can come in. And, uh, uh, can I? Yeah. It's far more very organized in case you have any shilas, by the way. You are. It's a, a good start. Thanks. Okay. So becheskas kashrus. So says the beish as follows: The tour costs of He quotes the tour in the name of our rama. You don't say it's Bechesus Kashrus. You have to be worried if the person comes to you. Maybe they're a Mamzer. Maybe they're, uh, they're, 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 they're an Evid. So there's two people you can't marry. You can't marry someone who's not a lawfully Jewish named Evid. You're also a Mamzer. Right? A Mamzer is any product of incest or adultery. So, uh, uh so he says that the Ramah uh, one of the Magan Terus of the Magan Mishnah and Rashi and Ksubas all sound like like the Ramah. The Ramah's opinion is that you're not believed, not like we understood from Sachem and Yavamas. Then he quotes the Taisvas and the Rosh and the Ran. All say Mishay Mishpakta Yadu Alanu. Again, the guy comes from Budapest to Vilna. I said, Shalom Aleichem, my name is Baruch. I want to marry Miriam from Vilna. According to Taisvas, he's believed. They may marry them off. No problem. I don't have to check who you are. I don't have to give you a vahir. I don't have to make sure you know anything. No, anyone who's coming say they're Jewish. They're part of Rove. No, the Rove is that people who say that they're Jewish are Jewish. Especially, I, I was commenting before on the reality today of the intermarriage and the patriarchal descent, the fake conversions, the problematic conversions. But in those days, not only did you not have this breakdown in Judaism, you had anti-Semitism from the outside, which we'll see. Nobody would go ahead and... Uh, a question. I'm sorry, what, what's the topic of... Um, yeah, I can't Yichus. Oh, okay. Biryadis, okay. right? Oh, are you sure you want to stay here tonight? You can leave now. Right now, right now you're a Chazak, you're Jewish. When do you usually start? Actually, I was... Uh, uh, there's no proof that I'm a Jewish. Uh, when do you usually start? Uh, 7.45. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so he, they all say, the guy comes in, we don't have to worry about it. 
and he brings up the the Beis Yosef and the Bach argue on uh, argue on this, uh, and then the Beis Shmuel uh, comes out and says that we cannot allow somebody to get married if we don't know who they are. For marriage, a guy can't come into your town and say Shalom Aleichem. He speaks a good Yiddish. He knows all about the Menhagim. He knows all about everything because you know what? Every mamzer. Could have went to the best yeshiva in the world. With Torah, they actually, it's the end of Saita that a mamzer Talmud Chacham is greater than the Kohen Gadol Amaretz. Right? He could be the biggest Torah scholar. How do you know he's not a mamzer? Comes into your town. Number two is how do you know he's not an Evid? He may not be luckily Jewish. He may luckily, I mean, I, you know, I, I think I said this story a while back. There were two boys in Philadelphia yeshiva. Let me tell you the story. Philadelphia yeshiva is the best yeshiva high school in America. And there were two Russian boys that came into the yeshiva about 20 years ago. And they were learning yeshiva. There were a few Russian boys, not just two. But two of them, in the middle, I think, of Yavamas, they found out that their mothers were not halakhali Jewish, just their fathers were. So yeshiva sat them down. These guys, and we're talking about how these guys look. Black hat, white shirt, tits out, shuckled probably, right? Shuckled and davening. Right? They found out they're not Jewish. Shiva sat them down. They said, "Listen, right? You, you, you're not Jewish. You're living a halachic life. We can get you converted very quickly. You're not king of the Shiva, but you don't have to be here. You know what happened? Once both of them, both left. Both, wow. both left. <laughs> okay, that's obviously a crazy story. Both left. Now, but these guys, I guarantee you, if you would meet them five years later." They can say, oh, you know, like a moral and brachas, you know, and they, they were like a top yeshiva. And I'm a khir, but they were not mechir to convert. They were clearly not Jewish. I'm shocked that they didn't. I mean, I think it's shocking that they didn't. But they're mechir. They're, they have to be to be noahides. They didn't break law. Right? They didn't do anything wrong, just for the, for the record. It's shocking that they didn't. But, but you can meet a guy. They know a lot about Judaism. He said, says the Beis Shmuel, and the Beis Shmuel is one of the two great places given in Ebenezer. You cannot marry anybody unless you know who they are. Okay? Marriage. Unless they come, because even the Ramah said, if we know the family, if you know their Soloveitchiks, right? If you know their, their, their Epsteins from the, the, you know, from the Archa you can assume they're fine. Um, Shlomo Kluger, uh, who was, anyone know where Shlomo Kluger lived? Shoku was raised as an orphan by the Magamidivna. So Shoma Kluger lived from 1783 to 1869. What? Brody. Shlomo Kluger. This is in. Shlomo Kluger says in Alaflacha Shlomo. I was pacing today, so I put it. 
Shabbos. Listen, I prepare drosh for Hashem. I paste around my office. So I paste uh, because I'm, I copy this. I'm recording. So they got pushed around. Okay. So he says as follows. This is an Evan Ezra Halifah Hashem. You can get it on, on HebrewBooks.org or, Sfarm. or on some of the Sfarm sites. If you have Otzer Chachmat on there as well. So he says in Evan Ezra Simon Tesvav. This, you know, the Beis Shmuel says lechumra. He didn't mean again. I said not like this. The Elif Lachashon Shlomo Kluger says not the minig. She call ish the isha habayim liyasa in choykrim v'dor shakras. You don't have to start asking them. You have to start testing them again. If if now it's pick on the svardim. If if uh, Ovadia comes to Fez from Casablanca. It comes to the Chacham. It says, I would like to marry a Sultana. No problem. Walks in. Doesn't know he doesn't never been to Casablanca. Isn't Fez? Says, before, before. You know, he, he, no problem. You can marry them all. You don't have to start chest testing him, finding out his background. Show me your parents, Ksubas, who you are. You're going to get the rabbi. Nothing. Uh, you believe. We're not worried about these things. They're prat kavikidi eved. Even by Kohanim, which really the Torah and the Mechaber says by Kohanim, there's more problems. What are the other problems by Kohanim? Kohen, a Kohen has to really marry Miuchesas. Right? He can marry a Grusha, he can marry a Ramana, he can marry a Gioris, he can marry a Zoyna. Right? And, uh, and if it, uh, all these things could affect him. Even a Kohen, you could assume that Kohen saw as Miuchesas Kashras. Uh, and we don't not aim a doctor, right? Aim a doctor. Anyone who comes is kosher, even for marriage. Forget for getting a leah. Even for marriage, the litmus test of Judaism is always going to be marriage. You know, if you're a rabbi, you're, if you're marrying somebody and they're not Jewish, you know what you're doing. I want to explain to you something. All of the future generations of Gentiles that you made out of this marriage, or of you destroy Kahuna, you know, shoulders that is, that's on the rabbi's shoulder. You know, if you're if you're a person, I, I talk, I'm just talking about genealogy, you can look at your tree. And you know, ends. It's like or destroyed. I mean, you know what the Christ is? Says of Shalom Kuga, we have a Gemara, don't be so from. Don't be so from. Gemara says, Chesis Kashras, marry them off. The Beishmuls worry about marriage. Khumras. Um, the Aruch HaSholchan Judge, where's the Aruch HaSholchan Rabbi? Uh, where? Yeah, where? Um, I don't know. You don't know. Maybe you want to help him out? Poland? Close to Poland. Novartic. HaSholchan was the role in Novartic. So Vichil Epstein says as follows. And he quotes about Chassas Kashras. He says, quotes the Ramah, and then he says, Vichel nearly the Das Harashi, the Rambam, the Rashi and the Rambam, the Afal Gav, the Kalmashpochas, Vichasas Kashras Omdos, that even though we say that Jewish people are Chassas Kashras, Mikol Makom Zelbe Mishpacha. That's you can know that all families, but an individual, Vaish Vaisha, Right, if your last name is Spectre in his time, 
Spectre, he's a contemporary base Halevi. The last name was Salanter, everyone heard of you, you know who these people are, so fine. You have no idea. The guy walks into the show one day and says, I want to marry me off. Then he says, And one of the Achronim, the Beis Shemuel, who I mentioned before, also learns the Rambam understands like that way. And the Rashi holds like that, like the Rambam. Two witnesses, as we said. Who was a very one of the daily rabbanim of, of the 19th century. If a guy comes from afar, we have no idea who he is. But if you know that this person, you know the town, you know there's a family there. Um, that's okay. And then he says, Vedate be emes, kol mishpachas becheskes ksheres omdos, zel ksheres Yisrael, meishayesh ksheres. But for Kohanim, it's much different. But says the Archa Shalchan, again, this is the world before the, I just, when I start today, I describe the world today for reason. Right? The world, he says, the guy's kosher. What do you have to worry about? You think in, you, you think in the, the, you know, people start have these diatribes against the rabbi today. Oh, they never did this. They never did it because the role is much, you know, they did do it, but we'll see in a second they did this. But everyone's cushion. What are you worried about? You know, the guy is coming from Minsk and he wants to get married in, in, uh, in Warsaw. And, uh, he speaks Yiddish. He's a Jewish man. He knows everything. What's the problem? He married him. You don't have to start doing all kinds of Maybe he's a mamzer. Maybe he's an everywhere rave. We don't have to be more concerned about that. You don't have to look for that, says the Archon. Raiv, you saw, we follow Raiv. Right? So I was stretching our fingers there. This guy says Kashrus for the guy that comes. Would the same principles extend to the woman he wants to marry? Yeah. Same criteria. Same criteria. Except for Cohen's. Cohen says different. But for Stam Jews, that's the way the Orcha Shofan says. So basically, if you're a mamza, we can just go to another 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 city and marry. You're you're you're, you're a Russia. Don't tell anybody. You're a Russia for doing that. Yeah. Right, like mamzers, by the way, mamzers that, that gets lost. By the way, you know we don't have to worry about. It. But if you find out, it's a big problem. I, we're not learning mamzers tonight, but there's all kind. But you're for sure a Russia for doing that. You know, but in a rabbi, if he knows, I can't marry you. But halakhically speaking, if somebody comes to me. Baruch Hashem, the Jewish people wrote Rov and Mamzer. I don't know for Mamzer. It's right. He's a Mechoyev to tell you. And if he's t- marrying a woman, he's a Russia Marusha, right? He didn't, to, 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 be, to be a Mamzer, you inherently did nothing wrong. Your parents, your, your mother did something wrong, okay? Right? Your mother's, you didn't do anything wrong. But if you marry yourself off, right? It's a terrible thing, right? It's for eight generations, so like, More, any no, of that generation. Not eight, forever. Forever, your mom's forever. Forever, it stays in your line. Yeah, there's ways to get out. We're not only mom's but in theory, it's forever. Okay, back to Shulchan Arach. Wow. That's the Gemara says about somebody who does adultery and has a mom's You did the damage you did, you cannot fix. You destroyed, just like by intermarriage. You bring a kid to the world. The last name is, you know, Cohen. Bim, 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 and then you marry Rodriguez. Bim, bim, bim. That's it. It's, it's, it's over. I mean, you, what, what, you, there are consequences to actions. That's not, you can't, uh, you should be, you, 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 that's what you did. But on Simon Bay's, the, the Berhetev, the Berhetev says, 
that quotes this Rama, okay, quotes the Beishmuel, and then he says Vekach Kasa the Beishalol. An extra cracker if anyone knows the Beishalol is. Don't jump at once. Who knows the Beishalol is? Beishalol. Beishalol. From Tana. No, the Achra, Achrain. Oh. Give Stanford a good name if you know. Uh, it was the greatest student of the Magen of Rome. Okay. So Mishaba says the base hello. Mishaba me eretz acheres. Somebody who comes from a far land. Isho isha, a man or lady. Man or lady. Oh bachar basula. Boy never married. Lady never married. Oh almana almana. Whether they're older people who have been married, the widow or widower, all of them. Sarich raya. You need a proof. Shu Yisrael. The afshem is nagim kedas Yisrael. And even though they speak in our language, what was our language at the time of Beis Yiddish. They had Yiddish. They spoke a good Yiddish. Shana, you speak Yiddish? I'm not sure if you're Jewish. I'm a Kedatsi. Finally, it comes out. They spoke Yiddish. They know everything. They know the Minahogin. They know the Shachras and Minahamarav. They come and they know their whole spiel. Um, maybe they're a mamzer. Maybe they're an evid. An evid would have been raised in Jerusalem. Or maybe they had a father who's Jewish. Or maybe they learned about those two boys in Philadelphia who I mentioned before. Right? Who, who, who probably could learn better than 95% of Amakad. Uh, not today, but a few years ago, right? Right? Uh, right? Uh, That's crazy. So, I'm just, how do you know that those, those guys come? They want to marry a nice Jewish girl. I can tell. I don't want to get to stories, but I can tell you crazy stories that people know a lot. And they're 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 not halachically Jewish. The Chanu Tekanas Medinas Lita says the base law. This Medinas Lita, the Tekana, because remember again the Gemara says Chasis Kashrus. The Rama was concerned. The Beishmuel comes like the Rama for marriage. And even though the Beishmuel learns that the Rambam, according to one day, Rashi maybe learns this way, says the Beishmuel, the Berhater brings the halacha. The Chanu Tekanas Medinas Lita. In Lithuania, the Takana was she in Lasada Shum Kadushin, Ella in Ken, unless she who may she ish the Raya, to have a Raya, she who Yisrael, or Meiz Mishpacha. Gotta bring Yisrael, I gotta be able to prove your lineage. Okay, this is before the internet, blah blah blah. Base, bare height of court in the base hill. So, so far, you know, we discussed two weeks ago. I mean, all the sugyas, a Jew is a Jew. A Yid comes in there, Chesis Kashras, right? That was how Taiswas, the Ri, uh, the Raman has a Milo Biyuchsin we saw, and the Raman was really primarily concerned, the, the response we saw, the Raman was concerned about maybe there was a Gerus and there was not a good Gerus. So, two weeks ago, it seemed to see pretty clear that anyone who says they're Jewish, they're believed. And that was the whole case where the guy went into Korban Pesach, remember that case, everybody? Korban Pesachim. And you see, they didn't question him only when there's a suspect in him. Only when he asked, when Behuda ben Besseir told him to to ask for the aliyah, then then they, he threw. Up. Then there's if you have a suspect a person, then there's no chasaka. As I mentioned in the beginning tonight, if a guy comes into Shul and doesn't know anything about Judaism and says I'm Jewish, uh, there's good reason to suspect him, right? If a guy comes into the Shul uh, and is clearly doesn't look Jewish at all, is it takes him out of the room. There's a reason to suspect he's not Jewish. Then you can't believe that person's Jewish. But if a person comes in and says they're Jewish and acts like a Jew. There's no reason to suspect Jews. You can marry them off. No problem. Right? But yet you see this tour, according to the Ramah. The tour throws out the Ramah, right? But you see that there's now back and forth do some opinions saying 
no problem. Some opinions saying if you come from far, right, like the Orcha Shulchan says, if someone comes from far, you have no idea who they are. And some opinions, like the Beis Hillel and the Beis Shmuel, saying that really you can't marry anyone off unless you know who they are. And as the Beis, the Beis Hillel just said, and the Bar Hetev brings this down, that in the Minigan Litza, this is over, th- over 300 years ago, right, was any Kedushim, Sadr Kedushim, would not marry people off unless they knew who they're marrying off. I they spoke Yiddish and they and she and she and she brought her tzana of Verena and or he brought her other you know Casablanca they they, they knew all of the Moroccan and Hagim Ah, they knew the Orachaim right? Ravadi um, Yosef. Now we have to understand Ravadi Yosef um, was not only probably the greatest Sephardic sage of the 20th century, happened to have been the chief rabbi of Israel. He also has some of the most controversial psakim on Yichus. It was a Ravadi Yosef, for example, who was matter the Ethiopian Jews and the Karite Jews, as opposed to most Ashkenazi Gedolim. Okay. And the Karite Jews? Yeah, the Egyptian Karites. Egyptian Karites, okay. not the Crimean Karites. Right, right. Uh, yeah, that's a, there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. You can listen to my history class. I talk about the Karites, both uh, between the Egyptian and the Crimean. I'm impressed. Huh? I'm impressed. That. You talked about differences. Yeah, I did it in my history. I the, 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 the Egyptian carrots are the centers in Delhi City. Yeah, that's, that's also my history class. You gotta listen to this. Oh, I have to listen to it. I'm, I'm, I'm plugging it live on, on the class. My player in a car is broken, so. You can download. download. Um, okay, so, so Ravadia, he has big shoulders. I'm not, I'm not, Yosef has very big shoulders. He's entitled to give major halachic psakim. Or Moshe happened to disagree with him, as did many others on these things. But Ravadia is pretty. And Ravadi and this also. Remember, he's a, he's a big person, big shoulders. He quotes the base Hillel verbatim. This is the Abiyo Omer Evan Ezra's Evan Ezra's Chelik Zion Simon Aleph. He says, Vanoichiara Rav Beis Hillel. I saw the Beis Hillel on on Evan Ezra. Amasha pasuk the Shulchan Aruch. And he quotes it goes all the way to Miniglita, and then. Um, he, and they quote the base Hillel, and he quotes the whole base Hillel, which the Behrads have a part. Base Hillel says the end of the Chenerese, Allah Chalamaisa, Beish, Veisha, Shabo, Meeretz, Moscovo, Moscow, Vigazarti Alehem, right? He said that the base Hillel says that two people came from Moscow to, to Lithuania. They said they're Jewish, and they had no Raya. I said that to separate until I could prove they're Jewish. That's what the base Hillel said. Right, and then the, on this, the Bia Omer says, the Bavaya says, "Vanitamale Arav." Right, I'm, I'm surprised that the, the base should mechilas kvoy terasa with his the greatest respect for his Torah. Well, he, he quoted this Bach, the Bach uh, on uh, uh, the Bach on the Yad Ramah, which we mentioned the tour, and he ends and he, and, 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 and he doesn't quote it that the Bach himself said that the Ramam does not hold its way. The 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 there are those who want to learn like the Ramah, like the, ba- the Rambam, but the, the Bakhla doesn't. How can you use the Bach as a Raya? Because the Beis Hillel did that this way. And the Radios then says that anybody where it, they seem, everything seems alright, no reason to investigate. If you have a question, if you have some suspect, suspectful things, you know, then you have to question it. But generally, what is, there's not, they're not so suspect. By the way, if they're Aliyah rights or questions that would be make, that could make someone suspect, but if something is no reason to suspect, right, should be a, uh, open and shut case. But, um, this is the time of Beis Hillel. Those, those two people came from Moscow. Mm-hmm. 
Jews didn't live in Moscow. I mean, it was illegal to well, live in Moscow. Well, the Beis Hillel was before Catherine. Remember that? Right, so it was illegal for them to... No, no. So it was, when the, when the, when it was, the, 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 it was later, the in the 18th century. The early 18th century became forbidden. It was, so, it was forbidden all the way up to... The, up to the uh, up to the late nineteenth century, the yeah. But Catherine was way after the base hall. That's when it became Ussur. They, so, no, no, the no, Pale no, Settlement. The opposite. No, the Pale Settlement was started in the mid seventeen hundreds. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, He's a history, you know. So from. No, I'm just I'm just saying that that it makes sense in the Suffolk because. If, let's say... Were, oh, no, no, it's for sure not just city. Jews to no, live in Moscow. Right, right, yeah, yeah, Moscow. Were, no, yeah, yeah. There were Jews in Moscow, but hidden Jews, like, right. they didn't expose themselves. Or minority of right. Jews. Right, minority. Right, Meaning, right, It's Agreed. unlikely that that's... Right, that, so, that there's a doubt. Right, so the reason why... Actually, right. it's a, actually, it's a good point to bring out. The reason why they're more suspect is they weren't coming from Bialystok. They were coming from Moscow. Bialystok was a heavily Jewish city in Moscow. Then, albeit it wasn't under uh, the Romanovs and all their dynasty, and it was before the Pale of Settlement, but still it was not a Jewish city, and there were limitations there. Uh, there. Okay, so, um, so Revad is pretty makeo, and he says, like, unless you have some suspect, you could assume um, they're Jewish. So, just to analyze over, over here, does anyone remember what Rabbeinu Tom said? Rabbeinu Tom said that since there's a statistical majority, we call in halakha aruba de lesa kaman. Aruba de lesa kaman means we don't have a rove in front of us. We have a rove in statistics. Most people who come and say they're Jewish are Jewish. Jewish. Especially in his, those days, anti Semitism and every reason not to. You know, why would you say you're Jewish if you're not? And even today, you would assume that most people who say they're Jewish are Jewish. Um, you know, according to Tosis and Psachim, um, it, it sounds a little bit like Aruba de Isa come on because there's another Korb Pesach remember that that anyone who comes to the Korb Tosus doesn't say that most people who say they're Jewish are Jewish Tosus and Pesachim sounds like Aruba de Isa come on like it's people who actually come to do the sacrifice the pieces of sacrifices that come on they're Jewish Right, you understand the difference? One's a Ruba the Issa, come on, one's a Ruba the Lesser, come on. One's a statistical majority, and one's actual in the... So it's more of a qualified case, okay? The Ran, however, on Psachim, on that Gemara that we had learned, brings a little bit of a different explanation. Says the Ran in Psachim, on that Gemara, he says, when this Aramean said he ate from the best part of the Korban Pesach, even though he was a guy, and he taught to be Huda and Becerra, so Maha Mashma, Demisha Balafaneno. Says the Ron. Where the Ron live? Ross, I'm picking you tonight. Actually, where, where, where the Ron live? Good question. I think it's Germany, right? No. Spain. 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 Talmud of the Rajba. I know. So he says, says the Ron. Maham Mashman, Demisha Balafaneno, Ramay Yisraelani, Nemon. He's Nemon. He needs a raya. V'loi tema. Dafka kihacha. Don't say in this case that, that, that like the Marjoruba Yisrael Ninhu. When you're going up to the Temple Mount at the time of the base of Mikdash <laughs> and there's a Korban Pesach. Yeah, it's Rav Yisrael. So anyone who you assume who's going up to the Korban Pesach, you know, in the Shul and Yom Kippur, anywhere, you know, in any Orthodox Shul, you'll assume everyone is Orthodox, you know, Jewish, right? It may not be Orthodox, but everyone's Jewish. Why else do you say... And if there's one or two Meshuganas who come in there, 
one or two. Ninety-eight percent of the people are Jewish. Is that fair to say in any Orthodox show? Yeah, that's that's the case, right? Now, corn Pesach, no one's going up there and taking sheep. It's not Jewish. It's a rave. Yeah, there's. Like, they just had a picture. I think last week of this Israeli in, in Mecca, who selfied himself in Mecca. It's not like it caused like a whole storm, you know. He took a picture. Someone's really takes a picture of himself dressed as a Muslim in Mecca and sends it, puts it online. Of course, they got you know. Yeah, but that's you know for the Michiganers, right? Most people are not going to Mecca to take selfies on the self in the middle of a. Especially, it's dangerous there. Then the Ramadan says, "Don't say this is only in Ruba they sell." Ela filo bechutzlarts. Go to chutzlarts. The Ramadan's leaving in Spain. Spain, even then, was maybe ten, fifteen percent Jewish. Uh, you know, depending on the century, uh, he's, he's before 1391. He's bef- right before the, the 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 first major persecutions. So probably closer to 15 percent, right? Still a small minority, relatively, right? And then the, the height of the Golden Age of Spain. So he says, even the Chutzarts. Well, you know, if you're being in Germany, what, what do you think? What percent of Jews were in Germany ever? It was one percent less always. Uh, a guy says Jewish is believed. Why? He quotes the Gemara and Achaylitz. The Rav Machshir Begoyah Bala Basral. Amalei, we just the case he said that a guy whose father is a guy and his mother is Jewish. Is he halachically Jewish? Yes, but it was a Pagam. And when he told him, when he told him either go hide yourself and marry somebody or marry somebody. Or marry somebody like you, whose father is a guy, and his mother is Because again, the Gemara there discusses the status of that person. And this case, so then he says, he quotes the Gemara about the Gear case that we did last time, and he says, um, um, listen, he says the Rov Hamachsher, but guy. And he just says, it doesn't explain why, but he, just, he says, even Mechotzarts, it's a Mechotzarts that anyone comes, there's no rove, right? Is there no rove in Mechotzarts? It doesn't explain in, why. In Spain, there was a rove of all the Jews in the world, most of them concentrated in Spain. Yeah, that's true. At that time. That's the rove. No, but it's not rove of people. Rove goes with people. The most of Spain, people in Spain were not Jewish. Of course, yeah. That's so, a guy, that's true, at that time, his time, there were the people of the world, the Jews of the world in Spain, it doesn't make a difference. The rove here goes by by... by Who's coming? The the ritva on the Gemara we did in Yavamus says it a little bit different than everyone else, and I think this is what the Ron's saying as well. The, the, the ritva, the ritva, uh, was 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 a, was a little bit older than the Ron. The ritva says, you know why Ben Bechutzlar? It's Ben. He says in Yavamus, he says in Chutz, even in Chutzlar, it's good. Demilsa da Avide leigluyehi. We'll find out. Eventually, it will come out. Veloy Meshaker, guy won't lie. It's he's going to be busted. People believe they're Jewish because people will find out. Oh, this person, he came. That guy, he's not Jewish. Him, her, they're not Jewish. Okay. Um, Mordechai Ilan. Anyone heard Mordechai Ilan? Passed away about thirty-five years ago. He was on the basement in Tel Aviv. He was. He was. Is he saying that people won't lie because they're afraid that they will be found out later? Uh Is, is that what this, this fellow says? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a milsodavi of the Because they're afraid they're going to be found out later. Yeah, exactly. I think that's not human nature. I think human, that's why people commit crimes all the time and do things because they don't think they're going to be found out later. 
I think that's what human nature is. So I, I wouldn't agree with that opinion. So you don't agree with Milton? The judge does not agree that people that people I'm think probably of, wrong, but I just don't agree with it. I, I think you just see human nature as people think they're getting so, away, get away with stuff all the time. Well, I I, I mentioned the case last time of the girl, the person who said that they were Jewish and they were not. Remember that? So not the not the the, the the girl who did it. So I mean, she comes to me. She says she's Jewish. And I met her mother. She was not, mm-hmm. right? So there are people who who don't. But in general, it's hard to put on a facade forever, right? Like oh, yeah. the case of in the Lakewood. I said that. I mentioned that case last time. It was a crazy case. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned that case last time also. The guy pretended like there's a couple of cases. And, like, and he was busted only by the FBI. Yeah. The community was like had no idea. Yeah, the guy was dressed. I mentioned even the guy in there was an Arab in, in Braybrook. I mentioned last time also. Oh, yeah. So, the Mordechai Ilan, Mordechai Ilan was married to Rav Yitzhak Arieli was the, the Meshkiach of Mirkazov. He was one of the three great students of Rav Kok. Okay? His son, his, his grandson, Rav Asher Arieli, has the largest share, the best share in the world today in the mirror. Okay, Rav Asher Arieli is the best share in the world. His brother put out on, on the Rav Eger. So he, uh, this is their uncle. And Mordechai Ilan was in the basement in Tel Aviv. So he's dealing with all these shilas. So he says like this, why is it, why is it that if you look at the Ritva and some other Rishonim, they, they come out that, that it's the, the Svara is, something that which will, people won't, people won't say they're Jewish if they're not because eventually they'll be found out. And other Rishonim say it's Raiv. Okay, so this is, this is in the Ayat, it's from Piskei Dini Rabbanim. This is for the Beisden from Tel Aviv. It must be for the 1970s, okay? Um, so Mordechai Ilan, Mordechai says like this. Rov, you can't rely on Chatzlaretz. You can't, it's no Rov. Guy in San Jose comes into the show and says, I'm Jewish. Is there a Rov? No way. I'm, I'm talking white people. There's no Rov. Forget the, forget the first person's a minority. A white person, there's no way it's a Rov. So you can't rely on Rove very often. Maybe you can say the Rove that people come in. But that's hard, you know, maybe yes, maybe no. Uh, well, um, but So he says, there we want to follow this of the Vila Because Rove doesn't apply to us. And it says, some people follow Rove and not Milsa Davila Gluye because, like the judge says, Milsa Davila Gluye really is if you have a Chazaka, someone's Jewish. You can assume they're Jewish. But a guy walks in, maybe he wants to put on a facade. So he says, you know, really, um, really, that you need you, they're, they're, the reasons are different. So here's a practical difference of the two. It's clear so far? Two opinions of Rishonim of how it works. This is an unbelievable Reb Chaim Velazhin. Reb Chaim Velazhin, it's brought down in Chodam I would say it out like it's late. Reb Chaim Velazhin says as follows If a guy comes into the, claims to be Jewish and does not speak Yiddish, now I want to understand, if you're an Ashkenaz world, I mentioned this. Uh, on my history series, that in the year 1000, of 1100, 3% of worldwide Jewry, year 1100, 3% of worldwide Jewry is Ashkenaz. The year 1900, 90% of worldwide Jewry was Ashkenaz. And if you would have lived in 1800, okay, 90% plus of Ashkenazi Jewry lived in the area between Germany and Russia. More than 90%, okay? Okay, in 1800. They all spoke one language, which was Yiddish. It was the universal language of Jews, of Ashkenazi Jews. My, my father's first language, parents were immigrants, was Yiddish. 
My father was a little kid smoking. It was unheard of. Right? If somebody claims to, spe- to, to, to be Jewish and does not speak Yiddish, they are, and they don't know who they are, they're not Jewish. You can, you can assume that they're not there's rove, the overwhelming rove, the overwhelming rove of Jews, right? Oh, the overwhelming rove of Jews spoke Yiddish. So you want to go if you want to go about rove, you take them out of the rove. You understand what he says? But you said the compass you said if they could speak Yiddish and you would just No, 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 it doesn't mean anything. If they could speak Yiddish, you still hit no. uh, 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 you know, it may be a raya, by the way, because you know, Yiddish was not a language that Goyim spoke. The word Goyim, you know, they, they say the story Colin Powell spoke some Yiddish because he was a Shabbos guy. Like, they, I'm sure Colin Powell couldn't converse with uh, a Yiddish in Williamsburg, but he knew some Yiddish because he grew up around the Jews. He was, you know, but 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 if you didn't speak Yiddish, it says of Chaim Velazhin, and a guy you don't, a guy's no Chazaka, you can assume he's not Jewish because every Jew spoke Yiddish. Okay, that you see, you couldn't rely on all for that. By the way, the Chazan Ish, the Chazan Ish says that today. This seventy years ago already, Chaim Velazhin was you know student of the Vilna died hundred eighty years ago. Okay, Chazan said seventy years ago that today it's not not speaking Yiddish. Not about Sephardim, by the way. Ashkenazim doesn't mean anything because there are many Jews already seventy years ago. And today it's a small minority of Jews who speak Yiddish. Okay, but that you see there that 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 can take you only have a village. By the way, one of the questions which I'm not going to do today, um, and which I'll, I guess I'll leave with this, and we'll do a Malaysia about whether the person has to be observant. We'll start with that next week because maybe, maybe if it, just like you don't speak Yiddish, what if you have a Russian Jew, okay, come and say they're Jewish and they don't know anything about Judaism? Is that a riot that they're not Jewish? Today? Is that take, yeah? Does that take them out of the rove? How does that work? Right? What if you have, like the guys on the plane I met, I'm telling you, the guy knew nothing. I mean, he knew a lot about science, and about psychology. It was last week, right? I can tell you a billion cases like this. Right? You know nothing about Judaism. They say they're Jewish. It's just, is that like Yiddish? What, what degree of, means, what takes you out of the rove, right? But I'll tell you a pump care case. The, one of the questions that are discussed is if you find a kid, right, which is actually in the Gomorrah's talk about this case, you find the kid on the road. Let's say you find the kid on the road on a street. Maybe it's even a, a CD that's 50 50. Is the kid Jewish or not? Really big, this is a big deal, by the way, right? You find the kid, your street is 50% Jewish, 50% Gaish. It's a kid. Do you treat him as a Jew? Right? Someone puts a knock at the door, they open the door, see someone running, and you find that this is. They say that Chaim Salavechik, Chaim Salavechik, he, 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 in Brisk, people would drop babies off at his house. Unwanted kids. He raised multiple kids. Right? Someone drops a kid. How do you really kids Jewish? So one of the things that you look at 200 years ago was if, like, if it was a boy, if it had a bris meal, it was a rye or a Jew. So rye was a Jew. Does that work today in America? No. No. Why? It's not, it's, it's not everybody, but it's still, it's still a lot. A lot yeah, it's still, in California, I wonder, but in America, it's for sure a majority. Solid, solid majority. So majority here as well. So majority here as well. Right? So, it wouldn't be a riot, but that's dependent on outside factors. What about observance? How does that affect this question? What about, and we'll discuss this next week as well, what if somebody comes and says as follows, you know, my father's not Jewish, my mother is. 
if they're intermarried. What if rove Jews don't intermarry? Does that take them out of the rove? All of these questions will be dependent on how you understand this. Is it a video like Milsa? Does it follow rove? Does observance make a difference? Does riyas make a difference? Because as we, I mentioned in the beginning, when we talked about Cheskas Kashras, when the Shulchan Arach said, based on the Gemara, that if somebody says a Jew that believed, it was a different world, right? And if that's if you had a rove, what if something could take you out of the rove? What happens then? To be continued. Thank you. Still good? Uh, right. Awesome.